Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Legacy of Queens. It's Sunday, December 18th, 2022, and I'm your host, Jason DeCanio. Episode 62 coming at you right now, one week before our Christmas show. We hope you're enjoying your winter break, and we have a great show for you tonight as we are tributing a man who's been with us and is still with us, very active in the in the field. He is an American actor, comedian, and filmmaker, and he gained prominence in the 70s and 80s for television roles as Jody Dallas on the ABC sitcom Soap and as a cast member and frequent host of Saturday Night Live. And then he became a Hollywood film star during the late 80s and 90s, appearing in Running Scared, The Princess Bride, Throw Mama from the Train, Memories of Me, When Harry Met Sally, City Slickers, Mr. Saturday Night, the list goes on and on, including six Primetime Emmy Awards out of 21 nominations, a Tony, a Mark Twain, and a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1991. He's hosted the Academy Awards nine times. This man's been very active and still active today at the age of 74, still present from New York, New York. We're looking at William Edward Crystal, otherwise known as Billy Crystal, tonight on The Legacy of Queens. getting ready for Christmas as we are one week away from that great date of December 25th. This is December 18th, 2022, episode 62 coming at you. It's a look at Billy Crystal or William Edward Crystal tonight. So uh, get the popcorn and the drink because we're going to be looking at a guy who has a lot of talent. Well, Crystal was born at Doctors Hospital on the Upper East Side of Manhattan and initially raised in the Bronx. As a toddler, he moved with his family to 549 East Park Avenue in Long Beach, New York, on Long Island. And he and his older brother, Joel, who later became an art teacher, and Richard, nicknamed Rip, were the sons of Helen, a housewife, and Jack Crystal, who owned and operated the Commodore Music Store, founded by Crystal's grandfather, Julius Gabler. Crystal's father was also a jazz promoter, a producer, and an executive for an affiliated jazz record label, Commodore Records, founded by Crystal's uncle, musician, and songwriter, Milt Gabler. Crystal is Jewish, and his family emigrated from Austria, Russia, and Lithuania, and he grew up attending Temple Emanuel in Long Beach, New York, where he had his bar mitzvah. The three young brothers were entertained by reprising comedy routines from the likes of Bob Newhart, Rich Little, and Sid Caesar records their father would bring home. Jazz artists such as Arvel Shaw, Pee Wee Russell, Eddie Condon, and Billie Holiday were often guests in the home. 
And with the decline of Dixieland jazz and the rise of discount record stores in 1963, Crystal's father lost his business and died later that year at the age of 54 after having a heart attack. His mother died in 2001. After graduating from Long Beach High School in 1965, Crystal attended Marshall University in Huntington, West Virginia on a baseball scholarship, having learned the game from his father who pitched for St. John's University. Crystal never played baseball at Marshall because the program was suspended during his first year, and he did not return to Marshall as a sophomore, instead deciding to stay in New York to be close to his future wife. He studied acting at HB Studio, and he attended Nassau Community College with her and later transferred to New York University, where he was a film and television directing major. He graduated from NYU in 1970 with a BFA from its then School of Fine Arts. One of his instructors was Martin Scorsese, while Oliver Stone and Christopher Guest were among his classmates. While Crystal returned to New York City, for four years he was part of a comedy trio with two friends. They played colleges and coffee houses, and Crystal worked as a substitute teacher on Long Island. He later became a solo act and performed regularly at the Improv and Catch a Rising Star. In 1976, Crystal appeared on an episode of All in the Family. He was on the dais for the Dean Martin celebrity roast of Muhammad Ali and... On February 19th, 1976, where he did impressions of both Ali and super sportscaster Howard Cosell. He was scheduled to appear on the first episode of NBC's Saturday Night on October 11th, 1975. The show was later renamed Saturday Night Live on March 26th of 77, but his sketch was cut. <clears throat> he did perform on episode 17 of that first season, doing a monologue of an old jazz man capped by the line, Can you dig it? I knew that you could. Host Ron Neeson introduced him as Bill Crystal, and they also made game show appearances such as The Hollywood Squares, All-Star Secrets, and The $20,000 Pyramid. To this day, he holds the Pyramid's franchise record for getting his contestant partner to the top of the Pyramid in the winner's circle in the fastest time of 26 seconds. Crystal's earliest prominent role was as Jody Dallas on Soap, one of the first unambiguously gay characters in the cast of an American television series. He continued in the role during the series' entire 1977-1981 run. In 1982, he had his own variety show, The Billy Crystal Comedy Hour on NBC, and when Crystal arrived to shoot the fifth episode, he learned it had been canceled after only the first two aired. After hosting Saturday Night Live twice on March 17th of 84 and the show's ninth season finale on May 5th, he joined the regular cast for the 84 to 85 season. His most famous recurring sketch was his parody of Fernando Lamas, a smore talk show host whose catchphrase, you look marvelous, became a media sensation. Also in the 80s, Crystal starred in an episode of Shelley Duvall's Fairy Tale Theater as the smartest of the three little pigs. He was a guest on the first and last episode of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, which concluded February 6th of 2014 after 22 seasons on the air. 
1996, Crystal was the guest star of the third episode of Muppets Tonight and hosted three Grammy Awards telecasts, the 29th Grammys, the 30th, and the 31st. In 2015, Crystal co-starred alongside Josh Gad on the FX comedy series The Comedians, which ran for just one season before being canceled. While his film role... His first film role was with uh, was in Joan Rivers' 1978 film *Rabbit Test*, <clears throat> the story of the world's first pregnant man. Crystal appeared briefly in the Rob Reiner rockumentary *This Is Spinal Tap* in 1984 as Morty the Mime, a waiter dressed as a mime at one of Spinal Tap's parties, and he shared the scene with a then unknown, non-speaking Dana Carvey, stating famously that mime is money. And he later starred in the action comedy Running Scared in 1986 and was directed by Reiner again in The Prince's Bride in 87 in a comedic supporting role as Miracle Max. <clears throat> Reiner got Crystal to accept the part by saying, how would you like to play Mel Brooks? And Reiner also allowed Crystal to ad lib and his parting shot have fun storming the castle is frequently is a frequently quoted line. Rob Reiner directed Crystal for a third time in the romantic comedy When Harry Met Sally in 89, in which Crystal starred alongside Meg Ryan and for which he was nominated for a Golden Globe. The film has since become an iconic classic for the genre and is Crystal's most celebrated film. He then starred in, in the award-winning buddy comedy City Slickers, which proved very successful both commercially and critically, and for which Crystal was nominated for his second Golden Globe. The film was followed by a sequel, which was less successful. In 1992, he narrated Dr. Seuss video classics, Horton Hatches the Egg. The name of his company is Face Productions. Following the significant success of these films, Crystal wrote, directed, and starred in Mr. Saturday Night, from 1992, and the 1995 movie Forget Paris. In the former, he played a serious role in aging makeup as an egotistical comedian who reflects back on his career. He starred in Woody Allen's critically acclaimed comedy ensemble film Deconstructing Harry in 1997. He also had another success alongside Robert De Niro in Harold Ramis' mobster comedy Analyze This in 1999. More recent performances include roles in America's Sweethearts in 2001, the sequel Analyze That in 2002, and Parental Guidance Guidance in 2012. He directed the made-for-television movie 61 in 2001 based on Roger Maris's and Mickey Mantle's race to break Babe Ruth's single-season home run record in 1961. This earned Crystal an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Directing for a Miniseries, Movie, or a Special. Crystal was originally asked to voice Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story in 95, but turned it down, a decision he later regretted due to the popularity of the series. Crystal later went on to provide the voice of Mike Wazowski in the blockbuster Pixar film Monsters, Inc. in 2001. 
in car- and Cars in 2006, doing the epilogue and the end credits, and to reprise his voice role in the prequel Monsters University in 2013. He also provided the voice of Calcifier the Eng- in the English version of Hayao Miyazaki's Howl's Moving Castle in 2004. Due to the success of Crystal's stand-up and Saturday Night Live career in 1985, he released an album of his stand-up material titled Marvelous. This title track, You Look Marvelous, written by Crystal and Paul Schaefer, had an accompanying music video that debuted on MTV. Both the song and video features Crystal in character as his SNL persona of talk show host Fernando Lamas. The video features Llamas cruising around in what was, at the time, the world's longest stretch limousine built by custom coach designer and builder Vinnie Bergman, surrounded by models in bikinis. The single peaked at number 58 on the Billboard Hot 100 in the U.S., number 17 in Canada, and the album was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Comedy Recording at the 1986 Grammy Awards. In 2013, Crystal released his autobiographical memoir, Still Foolin' Em. The audiobook version was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Spoken Word Album at the 2014 Grammy Awards. Crystal hosted the Academy Awards broadcast a total of nine times from 1990 to 1993, 97, 98, 2000, 2004, and 2012. His hosting was critically praised, resulting in two Primetime Emmy Award wins for hosting and writing the 63rd Academy Awards and an Emmy win for writing the 64th Academy Awards. He returned as the host for the 2012 Oscar ceremony after Eddie Murphy resigned from hosting. His nine times is second only to Bob Hope's 19 in most ceremonies hosted. And at the 83rd Academy Awards ceremony in 2011, he appeared as a presenter for a digitally inserted Bob Hope and before doing so was giving a standing ovation. Film critic Roger Ebert said, when Crystal came on stage about two hours into the show, he got the first laughs of the broadcast. Crystal's hosting gigs have regularly included an introductory video segment in which he comedically inserts himself into scenes of that year's nominees in addition to a song following his opening monologue. Well, he won the 2005 Tony Award for Best Special Theatrical Event for 700 Sundays, which was a two-act, one-man play which he conceived and wrote about his parents and his childhood growing up on Long Island. He toured throughout the U.S. with the show in 2006 and then Australia in 2007. Following the initial success of the play, Crystal wrote the book 700 Sundays for Warner Books, which was published on October 31st of 2005. In conjunction with the book and the play that also paid tribute to his uncle, Milt Gabler, Crystal produced two CD compilations. Billy Crystal Presents, The Milt Gabler Story, which featured his uncle's most influential recordings from Billy Holiday's Strange Fruit to Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and His Comets, and Billy Remembers Billy, featuring Crystal's favorite holiday recordings. Then in the fall of 2013, he brought the show back to Broadway for a two-month run at the Imperial Theater, 
HBO filmed the January 3rd through the 4th, 2014 performances for a special which debuted on their network on April 19th of 2014 entitled Billy Crystal 700 Sundays. The televised special received three Primetime Emmy Award nominations, including Outstanding Variety Special and Outstanding Writing for a Variety Special. In 2022, he adapted his 1992 movie Mr. Saturday Night into a Broadway musical with the same name. He stars in the musical reprising his role from the film alongside David Paymer. The production began previews on Broadway at the Netherlander Theater on March 29, 2022, prior to officially opening on April 27th. Crystal earned the Drama League Award for contribution to the Theater Award for his extraordinary work on stages across the country and commitment to mentorship in the field. He performed a number with the ensemble <clears throat> from his musical at the 75th Tony Awards. He also performed what he described as Yiddish scat singing. He went into the crowd teaching Lin-Manuel Miranda and Samuel L. Jackson, as well as the rest of the audience. The New York Times praised Crystal on his bit, describing it as a highlight of the telecast writing. One of the few moments that broke through is when Crystal brought it out into the audience and threw it up to the balcony. He showed how precision, delivery, and command of a room can make even the oldest, silliest material impossibly compelling. And finally, in 2014, he paid tribute to his close friend Robin Williams at the 66th Primetime Emmy Awards. In his tribute, he talked about their friendship, saying, As genius as he was on stage, he was the greatest friend you could ever imagine. Supportive, protective, loving. It's very hard to talk about him in the past because he was so present in all of our lives. For almost 40 years, he was the brightest star in the comedy galaxy. His beautiful light will continue to shine on us forever, and the glow will be so bright, it'll warm your heart. It'll make your eyes glisten, and you'll think to yourselves, Robin Williams, what a concept. Well, Crystal stated that paying tribute to Williams so publicly and so soon after Williams had died was one of the hardest things I've had to do and that I was really worried that I wasn't going to get through it. Crystal soon after appeared on The View where he and Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg shared stories about Williams, reminiscing about their friendship and their collaborations together on Comic Relief. In 2016, Crystal gave one of the eulogies for Muhammad Ali at his funeral. In his remembrance of Ali, Crystal talked about his admiration for Ali as a boxer and humanitarian. He also shared stories of their unlikely friendship after Crystal did a series of impersonations of him. Crystal stated of Ali's legacy, Only once in a thousand years or so did we get to hear a Mozart or see a Picasso or read a Shakespeare. Ali was one of them, and yet at his heart, he was still a kid from Louisville who ran with the gods and walked with the crippled and smiled at the foolishness of it all. And then in the fall of last year, Crystal reprised the role 
of Buddy Young Jr. in a theatrical musical staging of Mr. Saturday Night at the Barrington Stage Company in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Well, on June 4th of 1970, Crystal married his high school sweetheart, Janice Goldfinger. Billy has long credited his parents, who always looked like they loved being together, with setting an example for his own marriage. They have two daughters, actress Jennifer and Lindsay, who is a producer, and our grandparents, and they live in the Pacific Palisades neighborhood of Los Angeles, California. He received an honorary doctor of fine arts degree from New York University in 2016 and spoke at the commencement at Yankee Stadium. 1986, Crystal started hosting comic relief on HBO with Robin Williams and Whoopi Goldberg, founded by Bob Zumda, Zumuda. Com comic relief raises money for homeless people in the United States. September 6th of 05 on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Crystal and Jay Leno were the first celebrities to sign a Harley-Davidson motorcycle to be auctioned off for Gulf Coast Relief, and he has participated in the Simon Wesenthal Center Museum of Tolerance in Los Angeles. Crystal's personal history is featured in the Finding Our Families, Finding Ourselves exhibit in the genealogy wing of the museum. March 12th of 2008, Crystal signed a one-day minor league contract to play with the New York Yankees and was invited to the team's major league spring training. He wore uniform number 60 in honor of his upcoming 60th birthday. On March 13th, in a spring training game against the Pittsburgh Pirates, Crystal led off as the designated hitter. He managed to make contact, fouling a fastball up the first baseline but was eventually struck out by Pirates pitcher Paul Maholm on six pitches and was later replaced in the batting order by Johnny Damon. He was released on March 14th, his 60th birthday. His boyhood idol was Yankee Hall of Fame legend Mickey Mantle, who had signed a program for him when Crystal attended a game where Mantle had hit a home run. Years later on the Dinah Shore show, in one of his first television appearances, Crystal met Mantle in person and had Mantle re-sign the same program. Crystal would be good friends with Mantle until Mantle's death in 1995. He and Bob Costas together wrote the eulogy Costas read at Mantle's funeral, and George Steinbrenner then invited Crystal to MC the unveiling of Mantle's monument at Yankee Stadium. In his 2013 memoir, Still Fooling Him, Crystal claimed that after the ceremony... Near the Yankees clubhouse, he was punched in the stomach by Joe DiMaggio, who was angry at Crystal for not having introduced him to the crowd as the greatest living player. Well, he was also known for impressions of Yankees Hall of Fame famer turned broadcaster Phil Rizzuto. <clears throat> Rizzuto, known for his quirks calling games, did not travel to Anaheim, California in 1996 to call the game for WPIX. Instead, Crystal joined the broadcasters in the booth and pretended to be Rizzuto for a few minutes during the August 31st game. He is a lifelong Yankees fan, but he is part owner of the Arizona Diamondbacks, even earning a World Series ring in 2001 when the Diamondbacks beat his beloved Yankees. In City Slickers... Crystal wrote a New York Mets baseball New York Mets baseball cap. The '86 film Running Scared. His character is an avid Chicago Cubs fan, wearing a Cubs jersey in several scenes. 
In the 2012 film Parental Guidance, his character is the announcer for Fresno for the Fresno Grizzlies, a minor league baseball team who aspires to announce for their major league affiliate, the San Francisco Giants. Well, Crystal also appeared in Ken Burns' 1994 documentary, Baseball, telling personal stories about his lifelong love of baseball, including meeting Casey Stengel as a child and Ted Williams as an adult. And finally, he's a longtime Los Angeles Clippers fan and season ticket holder as well. And there you have it, friends. Still active to this day at the age of 74, William Edward Crystal. Born March 14, 1948. Still active, doing all he can to make us laugh. Thank you for your tribute and your contributions to the entertainment and Broadway societies. We thank you for a great run, and we hope that you will continue to stay active and do your part, Mr. Crystal. Great, great history, and soon to be making more history as the years go on. Next week on Christmas Day, we're going to be looking at the man. Oh, this is a this is a tribute that really comes right out of the woodwork. We're going to be looking at one of my favorite American singers, pianist and songwriter, commonly nicknamed the Piano Man. And after his album and signature song of the same name, he has led a commercially successful career <coughs> as a solo artist since the 1970s, having released 12 pop and rock studio albums from 71 to 1993, as well as one studio album of classical compositions in 2001. At the age of 73, we'll look at William Martin Joel, also known as Billy Joel, next week on The Legacy of Queens. I'm Jason Icanio. Remember always to be honest, be real, Keep it simple, stupid, kiss. And always have a merry of merry Christmases. We will see you next week for the Christmas Day episode. Till then, have a good night. Bye-bye.